Sometimes when you set out to study interior design, you never know where it's going to end up. Today's guest discovered a love of SketchUp, which has given her an additional income stream alongside her own interior design business. Let's meet Nancy. Welcome to the Hubcast, brought to you by the Interior Designers Hub, where we help and support interior designers to get trained, get into the industry, and to grow wildly successful businesses. If you want to work in the field you love, create the lifestyle you desire, and make the money you truly deserve, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Kate Hatherall. Let's get into it. I am super excited to be able to introduce to you this afternoon, Nancy Cusenza. Hi, Nancy. How are you? Hi, Kate. I'm very well. How about yourself? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Really excited to have you on the show today and to hear all about your journey into interior design. Thank you. I'm uh, looking forward to it too. Amazing. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. What do you do at the moment? Um, I am currently working part-time in an interior design studio and the rest of my time I'm working on my business. So I set up my own interior design business. Um, so I offer either inter- full interior design or uh, I tend to do a lot of SketchUp, uh, so floor planning for, for clients and interior designers. So that's what I'm working on at the, mo- at the moment. Brilliant. Okay, so you've got kind of different um, sort of pieces to what you do. So partly SketchUp designing yes. for other people, partly working for the studio and also running your own business as well. Amazing. Yes. yes. So is interior design something that you've always done or is it something that you came to sort of later in your career? Um, I've always had a passion for fashion and interior design. Um, I've worked in fashion for 32 years of my life. But my mum was a curtain maker and a dressmaker. Um, so I'd always be scribbling things down for her to make my curtains. And, you know, there's a few times that we moved house and I did my own bedroom with the help of my mum making me, obviously, my soft furnishings. Um, but then part of the retail job that I really enjoyed was visual merchandising. Okay. And I also did a lot of visual merchandising when it comes to homeware and home layout. Um, so that I did a lot of that when I worked for Marks and Spencers and I really enjoyed, enjoyed putting room sets together and, you know, yeah, so it's something that I really love to do. And, um, due to the pandemic, it kind of le- led me down this road. Um, definitely interior design is what I want to do now. Amazing. And is that something, you know, have you always had that passion for interior design or is it kind of through life's experiences that you've become more interested in it? I think I've always had a passion deep down, uh, but it's definitely through life's experiences that, you know, I'm following that path completely now. Whereas before it was definitely fashion. I wanted to be a fashion designer, uh, but then ended up going into uh, fashion retail management um, and individual merchandising. I could always put colours and clothing and styles and things together. Um, I was always quite good at uh, personal shopping for customers and it's very similar to interior design basically as long as you know colors and styles then you can put things together I was going to say I imagine there's a lot of transferable skills both on the design side but also yeah. in the kind of people management business management side of things as well 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so obviously, you know, the pandemic changed things for a lot of people. And it sounds as though that was a period of time that sort of helped you to make a shift as well. Was there a moment that you realised that, you know, oh, this is the direction that I want to go in? Was there kind of a light bulb moment? Or was it a more sort of gradual thing for you? Well, my last actual um, job, just before the pandemic, I was working for M&S. And I had been uh, the visual manager of one of their large stores. Um, and I moved on to head office as the homeware lingerie and beauty floor planner. So I used to dis- uh, used to plan the um, the floor layouts for all of the stores. So it'd be the equipment layouts. Um, so that was something that I did. And so therefore, I was already using CAD, and they had a program called JDA, um, which I already knew sort of inside out. Okay. Um, during the pandemic, I was furloughed. And I also moved home the week of the pandemic. Right, gosh, what um, timing. <laughs> yeah. um, and I live alone, so I had to do everything myself. So throughout those months of being furloughed, I was decorating my home. Um, and I decided to open up an Instagram account and start putting pictures of my house on it. Yeah. And within a few months, I got to 4,000 followers. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing people, yeah uh, a bit crazy as well it's a crazy time <laughs> yeah um, and a lot of people asking me whether I was an interior designer um, so I did have that light bulb moment and kind of thought you know I could do this yeah there's people asking if I already do it so surely this is something I could do um, and then obviously I came across the five-day challenge and uh, here I am amazing (laughs) and the rest is history as they say it is yeah absolutely (laughs) is so tell me how you um kind of developed that passion for SketchUp as well because um for those people that don't know SketchUp is a technical drawing package that you can use for 2D and 3D visuals and obviously you've mentioned that you used a package when you worked for M&S how did that sort of develop into creating visuals for other people um we in M&S we had um different departments and there was a a department that I worked with that did all the new store designing and they were learning SketchUp and I was a little bit jealous because I could see how <laughs> fab the software was you know and what they were doing was but I was using JDA so I wasn't using such an advanced system at the time um, and then the hub offered SketchUp and I just thought oh my gosh this gives me the opportunity to learn it you know, and it's it's another string to my bow. And I really enjoyed doing the floor plans anyway. So I just thought this is something I'd love to do. And having seen um, some of the room renders and things you can actually achieve with SketchUp, this is just something I thought, oh, my God, I'd love to do this. Um, so as soon as I saw advertised that I could learn it, I jumped up on the bandwagon and Although I found it quite difficult to start off with, again, something just clicked and I love doing it. It's um, very addictive. (laughs) It Um, certainly is. (laughs) (laughs) To the point where it takes up a lot of your time. Um, But the first person that I actually drew uh, some designs for was actually an interior designer that's best friends with my current boss in the interior design studio okay small going around, yeah going around to clients houses just drawing things really roughly on paper and we were just having a discussion one day and I explained that I was learning how to do SketchUp 
So he was like, great, you can do all of my uh, 3D SketchUp drawings for me. So, yeah, that's how it kind of all started. Um, I was posting things on Instagram and Facebook. And through that, I've had other people sort of approach me to draw for them as well. Amazing. And, you know, it gives you having that extra skill as well gives you that greater diversity. And I guess, you know, different income streams as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And actually, I find SketchUp um, doesn't take as long, maybe, as the whole interior design process, Um, especially when you have someone like an interior designer that's already chosen um, the furnishings and the colour palette and everything for that room. And then you're just helping them actually... um, visualize that and bring it to life so they can see whether their um, design is going to work um, yeah and it, it's really lovely I enjoy doing it and and you're so good at it as well I mean I see the visuals that you produce Thank and they you. are you know they are fantastic and I've had the pleasure of being able to see you go, go from you know literally not being able to know how to draw a square in SketchUp to being <laughs> able to produce these amazing photo reel renders so it's been a real pleasure for me to see um, your journey developing and amazing that you know you're getting paid work from it as well which yes. is you know kind of I guess a a side benefit of doing the diploma is that you learn another marketable skill in, in addition to interior design as well. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't think I'd be here sort of this time last year. As you say, I couldn't even draw a box. So amazing, amazing. What a journey. Thinking about kind of the other side of your business then, so the interiors business, how did you um, find it like beginning to get clients and stuff? Did you work for friends and family first off or did you just put yourself out there and, you know, start taking on clients? I did a bit of both. I put myself out there. And I did do some things for um, friends and family as well. And it was through friends and family that they got me some referrals as well. Um, And I tend to find a lot through, say, Facebook is a good way of connecting with clients. But you do have to put in the work with your marketing. You're not just going to get them overnight. Yeah. yeah, I've, I've found definitely you need the support from your friends and family, absolutely. Um, and do you find that it takes um, some time for sort of the marketing to take effect and, you know, time for the business to build up? It does. You're not going, it's not going to happen overnight for you. But as soon as you get that first client, your confidence begins to grow. And you've got, you can then, you're starting to build up your portfolio as well. Yeah. So people can see what you've done and then um, testimonials and things really help as well, because new clients, especially if you're a new business, want to see what you have done in the past. Um, So that really helps. And it takes time to build that up. Yeah, absolutely. If you can definitely offer help to friends and family first, then it will help you to get the pictures and things that you need. <clears throat> sort of behind you and is that kind of what you did then so you did um you did some work for them and then you took the photography which you were then able to use on social media on your website and so on to market yourself yeah absolutely um for instance one of my first clients um it was through a cousin on facebook that um she was part of her hometown group and someone on that group was asking if anybody knew an interior designer so it was through her 
that I actually got that first job. Um, and then obviously the photos that I've put online um, have helped get other people on board. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, that's a real problem for a lot of interior designers that are just beginning is not having that photography. And it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation. You need the photography to prove that you can do it. But until you do it, you can't get hold of the photography. Um, and I guess, you know, using visuals. So if you are able to use SketchUp, you know, to create 3D visuals, that can be helpful as well. But as you've just said, doing work for friends and family can help you to build that portfolio as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you have to almost get them to believe in you as well. So, you know, if they've seen your home, if they've seen what you can achieve as well, then they're more likely to let you into their homes as well. So Absolutely. And did you find that, um, did you use any photography of your own home? I know you said that you'd moved house, so presumably there was a period of mad decorating as we all do when we move in. Were you able yeah. to use some of those images? Yeah, absolutely. And I've actually drawn SketchUp images of my own home and how I hope one day to be able to extend it as well. Um, so definitely and I think that's where it all starts it starts in your own home so yeah absolutely and we find you know a lot of people come to us for their interior design education because they've decorated their own home and absolutely loved it and um, you know you have to have a passion for it it's not the sort of career you go into because your parents forced you to it's the sort of career you go into because you are mad passionate about interiors and how they look Um, and as you say home is where it starts really absolutely absolutely um, and I do feel I've learned so much from, you know, from when I first started, you know, you, you almost think that because you've done your home, you can do everything, but there's so much more behind it. Absolutely. And how did you feel kind of taking on your first few clients when you'd only ever sort of decorated your own home before? Was there that sort of real nervous feeling of, I know I can do it for myself, but doing it for other people is like a bit more scary? Yeah, it's really scary really scary because they're putting you know their home in your hands and you don't want to mess it up yeah um, and you also want to come across as prof- professional yeah you know you don't want them to think oh my gosh this person's a novice and I'm leaving them you know to play with my home basically but mm. you know as an interior designer you're working with them you're not going out there I know got all these programs on telly which they almost impose the design on you (laughs) and I think you know it almost gives us a bad name because I think that's half of what the client thinks you're going to go into the home and do but you're not you're working together with them so you are showing them your ideas and you're getting an agreement from them as you're working on their home so actually the fact that you're working with them kind of makes it made me feel a lot more at ease. But then I have just studied my diploma as well. So, you know, I'm quite fresh, but I've got those fresh ideas and things in my head already. So, um, yeah, it's very daunting. But I think when that first client actually says to you, oh, my God, I love what you've done, then it just gives you the confidence to want to continue and know that you're good at what you do. Absolutely. And there's no feeling on earth, is there, like that one where, you know, they, you've, you know, it's something that was in your head that you've made into reality and then the client loves it. It's like nothing else. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So, in terms of this kind of whole journey that you've been on, I mean, if you look back, what, a year ago, 18 months ago, it has been quite some journey, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And 
I guess it, over that period of time, you go through lots of changes, lots of learnings. And are there sort of things that you've um, learned along the way? Or are there fears that you've had to overcome to kind of get where you are now? Um, a bit of both. I mean, I, I've learned an awful lot. Um, obviously, I've, I've learned loads from the hub, the fact that everybody's really supportive as well. So that if I have a question, I can just go into the hub and ask. And I'll be bombarded with people wanting to help. So I think if I have got fears, I can overcome them that way. I think my main fear was if I worked on my business full time, what happens if I'm not getting those clients? I live alone and I've got a mortgage I have to pay. I've got bills I have to pay. And I think, think that was my main fear. So that's why I decided to get myself a part-time job as well to work alongside my business. And the fact that it is an, in, in an interior design studio has just um, increased my knowledge, basically. Yeah. Um, and I'm working with clients every day. So I'm not just working with one client. I'm working with two or three clients as well. So it's helping me, you know, to in my business for the future as well. Absolutely. Um, it sounds as though you get um, kind of the best of both worlds in some ways. Yeah. So you get all of that experience of working with somebody who is perhaps more experienced than you are. As you say, managing a variety of projects, several projects on the go at once, you must learn a huge amount. But at the same time, you're also building your own business and being able to apply what you learn there into your yeah. own business as well. Absolutely. And I'm getting a regular income from the part time job as well. So it takes away that fear of not being able to pay bills and things. But then I can still work on my business because I only do three to four days a week um, at the studio. So the rest of the time is on my business. It's on your business. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And if you could go back in time and uh, have a session with your younger self, what sorts of things might you say to her about this journey? Um, I don't think I would have gone into retail. Retail is a 24 hours, like seven days a week job. I loved it. I loved, you know, what I did. But I think in hindsight, going back now, I think I would have just done interior design from the start. Um, yeah. But I am really proud of what I've done anyway. You can't have regrets, can you? I'm so proud of the fact that I've done this diploma. And despite my age, I'm not going to tell you my age, but I'm reaching, <laughs> I'm reaching quite ask. a big milestone <laughs> soon. Despite my age, I've gone back, back and I've studied and, you know, I've gone down a completely different career path and it's never too late. So I think you've just got to say to you, yourself, follow your heart. You know that it's never too, too late and believe in yourself and you can achieve whatever you want to. I love that. What amazing words. Um, and it's so right. It is never too late. Um, you know, there's no reason that people shouldn't go out and pursue this. And as you know, as we're seeing through recording the Hubcast as well, people have different ways of doing it, taking on part time jobs, taking sabbaticals from work. There are all sorts of different ways that you can get into the industry. But at the end of the day, doing something that you love and something that fulfills you is is so important. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely is. And don't let anybody hold you back. You will get friends and maybe family even that will say oh, why are you wasting your time doing that you know you've just got to forget about that you know if they're not supporting you then you know they're not the right people are they but yeah you do realize you, there is so much support behind you 
just do what you want to do follow your heart believe in yourself and don't worry about what everybody else says that is one of the things that holds people back and we see this quite a lot is that it's that feeling of having to step out and say to people I know that you think that I do this but I actually want to move in this direction now and for some people that can be quite an upheaval to think of somebody making that change it unsettles everybody that's around us yeah absolutely it does but then once you've you do get there, you complete your diploma, you started your business, you're getting clients, then you start seeing that, you know, they're, they're back, aren't they? They're, they kind of quite, can't quite believe what you've done. Yeah. Um, but they are there to support you because they've seen actually they've achieved it. And hopefully it might even spur them on to doing something that they really want to do. And I've seen that with some of my friends. That's amazing. So you're inspiring other people by making a change yourself as well, which is, you know, that's phenomenal. Okay, Nancy, it's really interesting to hear your journey. Obviously, I've known you since you um, signed up to our diploma. And so I've, as I said, I've had the pleasure of seeing you develop um, during that short timeframe. But, you know, your whole journey from, you know, the work that you used to do into an entirely new career. um, You know, I'm certainly very proud of what you've achieved. And I know that you are as well. um, And it's just, you know, delightful to be a part of it. So very well done to you. Thank you. Um, so before we end the session, are you willing to play a game of designer this or that? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> we li- we're getting so much great feedback about designer this or that. With all, well, I wouldn't have said this. I would have said that. <laughs> we love a bit of a game. Okay, so we've got one minute. I'm going to give you pairs of options, and you have to choose which is your favourite. Um, don't overthink it. It's just you know, give your answer. It's no rights or wrongs. Are you ready? Yes. All righty, let's go. Scandi or boho. Boho. Spots or stripes? Spots. Maximalist or minimalist? Oh, maximalism. Dark or light? Dark. Neutral or colourful? Colourful. Blinds or curtains? Curtains. Formal or casual? Formal. New or upcycled? Upcycled. Leather or vegan? Vegan. Brand paints or colour matched? Brand paints. Faux plants or real plants? Faux. I've got cats. (laughs) (laughs) Plumping cushions or karate chopping cushions? Plumping. Linen or velvet? Velvet. Glam or rustic? Glam. Art deco or pop art? Pop art. Changing rooms or interior design masters? Interior design masters. Floral or plain? Floral. George Clark or Kevin MacLeod? George Clark. And we are out of time. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You've survived designer this or that, Nancy. Well done. (laughs) Amazing. Um, truthfully so yeah absolutely brilliant well done and um, for those of you that are just listening on the podcast and not watching on YouTube um, Nancy's got an amazing bit of pop art in the back that's a gorgeous print (laughs) it's actually got the queen on it as well yes I thought it had very uh, very interesting timing okay Nancy thank you so much for giving up the time today and sharing your journey which you know I'm sure will inspire other people as well to follow in your footsteps and to you know as you said it's never too late to get out there and do what you want to do absolutely brilliant thanks very much thank you so much kate have a good day thank you for tuning into hubcast by the interior designers hub if you've enjoyed this podcast please take a screenshot and share it to facebook instagram or your favorite social media channel make sure to tag me in at interior designers hub and let me know what you enjoyed about this episode i reply to each and every comment 
I'd also like to offer you an incredible free gift, which is going to show you the exact roadmap that you need to take to become a wildly successful interior designer. It shares our secrets to business success. If you'd like to get your hands on that, head on over to interiordesignershub.co.uk forward slash roadmap right now. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank you.